1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This is your Tuesday, August 22nd edition. Got a loaded 14-game slate to break down for you tonight. Hope everybody had a successful Monday evening on that interesting, interesting slate. Worked out okay. Not too crazy, but worked out okay. But we have some decisions to make tonight. Do you pay for pitching? Do you not? Do you just stay in the middle? Lots of good options to tinker with. Lots of good Um, bats to attack. There's great hitting environments. We got, uh, well, first off, Dodgers-Pirates have 40% plus chances of rain off and on, so that'll be interesting to track. Oakland-Baltimore, it's going to be very hot, and the wind's blowing out hard to center field. That looks good. Um, Arizona and the Mets, warm and wind blowing out hard to center field. Chicago-Cincinnati, 25 to 40% chances of rain. Hopefully that dwindles. We have great pitchers to attack in Great American Small Park, and the wind's blowing out the left center very hard. So we want that one in play. Yankees-Detroit wind blowing out to left pretty well. Boston-Cleveland, there's some early rain. Looks like it dwindles through the evening. Maybe a late start or no problem at all, hopefully. Uh, Seattle-Atlanta, nice and warm in that ballpark. More pitchers to attack. And we have Minnesota at the White Sox. Wind blowing out hard to right center in that matchup in Chicago in that nice bandbox of U.S. Cellular or whatever they call it now. So great, great hitting environments. And we got some good pitching. Let's look at your totals on the slate. We have Dodgers at the Pirates, total of nine. A's, Orioles, ten and a half. Uh, D-backs, Mets, we're waiting on it because Tommy Malone making the start for the New York Metropolitans. Things are going good in Queens. Red Sox, Indians, nine. Cubs, Reds, ten. Yankees, Tigers, ten. There's lots of tens tonight, folks. Blue Jays, Rays, eight and a half. Mariners, Braves, ten and a half. Twins, White Sox, ten and a half. Nationals, Astros, 9. Rockies, Royals, 9. Padres, Cardinals, 8.5. Rangers, Angels, 9.5. And, and then Brew Crew and the Giants, 7.5. Lots and lots of high totals. Lots to target. Let's get at it for your pitching on tonight's slate. You have three guys over 10K. Three guys over 11K. Chris Archer, 12,400, takes the lead. It's uh, It's a steep price. Very steep price. But Archer is a great pitcher, especially at home. Uh, good splits, 23.2 points at home, 19.2 on the road in his career, much, much better at home. At home, he's got, he's got 113 strikeouts and 84 innings pitched. Faced Toronto earlier, he's faced them four times this season, 28 total innings, nine total runs, 34 Ks in those 28 innings. He's averaging 24.7 DraftKings points per start against Toronto. Last start out was at Toronto, seven innings, five hits, three earned, ten strikeouts. For twenty six point eight point seven or more K's in three straight starts, it's been a double digit machine a lot in his last ten. Um, overall, five or more K's, pretty much on routine. Almost seven or eight or more, like eight of the last ten. He's been lights out going up against the Jays team. We mentioned that he's done pretty decent against this year. It is a steep price tag twelve thousand four hundred. You want twenty five plus, preferably closer to thirty. So you're asking a lot there with the extra pitching on the slate. You might not need to pay up for him. At the same time, I think a lot of people are going to be attacking bats more and will leave this upper tier nice and low owned. So it depends on what angles you want to go to in your tournaments. So keep Archer in mind. Very much worth it in my mind, but he has to pitch great to be worth it. Do you want to take the risk? Jimmy Nelson is my other guy. I'm looking at his $11,000 at the San Francisco Giants. Slipping Jimmy. Um, he's averaging 20.6 points per game at home com- or on the road compared to 16.9 at home. He's um, faced the Giants, or that no, was last season. He's averaging 19.8 at home on the road, 17.7. He has one start, six innings, seven hits, three and six Ks against the Giants for 18.1 DraftKings points. Slipping Jimmy is an interesting guy here because 11,000 is a steep price tag for Jimmy. He hasn't been over 9,900. This whole, oh he had eleven seven at Pittsburgh he got shelled, everything else has been ninety nine hundred and below. He was he's been pitching outstanding. He had seventeen points his last time got beat up against Cincy, but then twenty eight six at Tampa Bay, twenty three three St Louis, twenty eight eight at Houston, beat up at Pitt when he was high priced twenty six against Philly, fifty nine New York thirty two point two Baltimore thirty five point four at Cincy. He's got the thirty point potential. That's what we are looking for. Um, Downside is, again, the Giants don't strike out a ton, less than 20%. Nelson does have a 26.8% K rate. And in the last 30 days, he's sixth best on the barrel, FIP. Getting barrel 1.95% of the time. And in that time period, a 27.3% strikeout rate. You're pitching in the best pitcher's ballpark in all of baseball in AT&T Park. You have the Giants with a 3.73 total, third lowest on the slate. Lefties 325, righties 330. A uh, very young Giants team that swings a lot. Davies having four or five Ks in his seven strong innings. Um, just depends on how big Nelson can get. It's, it's a steep price. It's the same Archer theory. Can he meet his price tag? He can. He definitely can. Will he is the million-dollar question, and that's the question you need to go with. I think Archer and Nelson are both in play. Do you need to pay for them? No. But I think their ownership will be low enough that it, you shouldn't completely avoid them. If you're only making a lineup or two, sure, go away. But if you don't need to use them. But if you are making a handful of lineups, don't forget these two guys up top. So I got Nelson one, Archer two, based on matchup, ballpark, price, basically. Now we dip below 10K, and you got Patrick Corbin at 9400 bucks against the New York Mets. We took Corbin last start out at the Houston Astros, 34.5 points. He has been really, really good lately. I've been trying to tell people 31.4 at home against Chicago, 22.1 at the Giants. He scuffled at Chicago against the Cubs within 16-3, 25-7, 15-1, 22-1, 15-1, 17-3. Consistent as consistent can be, and he's getting you strikeouts six or more Ks in like all but like two of those starts in his last ten. Very very good stuff going up against a Mets team that's a lot more right-handed heavy than they used to be. Um, Their team 24% K rates. That's going to be skewed because literally no Granderson, no Bruce, uh, no Neil Walker. There, there's a lot of missing parts in this lineup. Now, Still some okay bats, but nothing real crazy. Corbin's got a 22% K rate and a swinging strike rate of almost 12%. And a ground ball rate over 49%, which I really, really like. Mets team total is not available yet. But uh, lefty's 310, righty's 359 on Corbin. So there is a lot of righties in this lineup. It's righties to the tune of Travis D'Arnaud, switch hitting is Drupal Cabrera. You have um, you know Juan Ligares, Wilmer Flores, Yohannes Suspedes. Suspetis loves his lefties. They're, they're, those are the kinds of righties. It's just a matter of can Corbin get him out. He looked phenomenal against the Astros. Again, one out away from a complete game shutout. I love Corbin at 9400 bucks. If you're not paying for the 11000 or above, Corbin should be near the top of your price range. If you're not going Corbin, the guy I do have right barely above him is Charlie Morton of the Houston Nationals. He's $8,900 at home against a very, very depleted, probably is the right word, Washington Nationals team. He's coming off a great start against the D-backs, 30.1 points at Texas, 13-4, and then 18-4 in Toronto, 20.5 against Tampa Bay. He's averaging about 20 points per game at home this season. He's been a strikeout machine again. Five or more Ks in pretty much every start. You're getting six, seven plus, and most of them. Um, has not placed Washington yet this year, but no Harper, which is huge in this lineup. Um, they strike out over 20% of the time. you got a K rate of 26% for Morton. Swing and strike around 11. A ground ball rate of almost 51%, which is just great in that ballpark. Low hard contact rate. Uh, National's have a low total of 4.07, six lowest on the slate. Lefties 251, righties 344. Uh, reverse splits, which is very intriguing. Um, very nice matchup against the Nationals. They always they have guys, you know, Rendon and and Zimmerman and a couple other bats, but nothing too crazy there to like make you go run for the hills. So keep an eye on Charlie Morton at 8,900 bucks. Tremendous upside in this matchup. Um, like him quite a bit. After Chucky, your last guy in this 8K range, is you have Jeff Samarja of the San Francisco Giants. I know he's always frustrating. We talk about it all the time. but He puts together good starts, and he's facing a Milwaukee team that strikes out a ton. And he's and he's in, uh, again, AT&T Park. He's getting you like 15 or more every start. Lots of 20-point starts. The, the Brewers striking out almost 26% against Samarja's 25% strikeout rate. Doesn't walk many. Does, he limits the hard contact, less than 30% hard contact rate. The um, you know, only thing I have to worry about lefties against them, but they have a 3.77 total, fourth lowest on the slate, almost the same as the Giants. Lefties, 3.38, righties, 2.84. I like Samarja a lot. You saw what Stratton did. He just didn't get the strikeouts, which is frustrating, but he threw six shutout innings, two hits, two Ks. Looked very, very good. Samarja's got the goods to, to get the strikeouts. Uh, just don't get shelled and we're golden, which, you know, that's the. That's what you say every night on DFS. But he makes for a very good play. A lot of people are scared off by him. This is the matchup you're kind of looking for. You're looking for that k upside With the ability, you know Samarja shows up, he could throw a gym, an absolute gym. He could also get shelled. Makes for a great GPP play. I actually don't even mind him in cash because I could get you at least 15-plus points. Should get you into the 20s, I think. I like Samarja a lot. This is why this range right here, I got it Morton, barely over Corbin, and then Samarja 3. They're all pretty tight to me. It depends on what you want to pay. They'll open up a lot more bats for you. This is why I'm saying you don't have to pay up for Archer and Nelson. I like Archer and Nelson a lot. But these three guys, I think, have the same point upside as Archer and Nelson. So I don't think you need to go too crazy in those respects with them. Uh, now, when we dip down to the 7K range, some very nice choices here. Hopefully, he starts, He was scratched the other night. Now he's back. Ubaldo Jimenez, 7700 bucks at home against the Oakland A's. The wind blowing out the way it does is very scary with Ubaldo, who got shelled his last start at Seattle. Prior to that, with that at-Seattle at start, remember how we mentioned Kayla Joseph has been his renaissance man? He was scratched right beforehand. Wellington Castillo made the start, and boom goes the dynamite. He got shelled in four and a third, got six earned, only struck out two. Prior to that, 23.8 at Oakland, struck out 11 in five and a third. against Detroit, 21.6 against Kansas City, 24.5 at Tampa Bay. Really, really good stuff here. Six or more Ks in those four really good starts, or five really good starts. He's looked great. And I mentioned how well he pitched against Oakland already this year. Struck out 11 and 5. I believe it was like the first 10 or 11 batters he faced. And he's facing that Oakland team that strikes out a lot right now, almost 25% of the time. Ubaldo striking out about 21%. 44.6% ground ball rate. Oakland's team total is 4.95. They're giving him some love. That has a lot to do with the total in the game. Lefty's 389, righty's 324. The A's do have thump, but they have a lot of strikeouts. Ubaldo can give up a few runs. Just get you the strikeouts for 7,700 bucks. He has very good upside. Make sure Caleb Joseph is catching. If Caleb Joseph is not catching, stay away. Next up, Danny Duffy, 7,600 at home against the Colorado Rockies. Colorado outside of Coors. People still do not play this as much as they should. The thing with Duffy, I'm going to be very, very real about you here. He's been a double-digit machine since coming back from the DL. He's been outstanding. 16, 22.2, 21.8, 10, 20.1, 21, 17.4, 16.1, 14.5. Pretty much 15 or more in all but one of those starts. The Ks have been up. He's got three straight starts of eight strikeouts, which take for the four, five, and three runs he's given up. He is giving up the long ball a bit, but he's uh, with the K rate up in a very nice ballpark in Kansas City. You got to watch for the uh, the weather looks to be okay actually today. You got a Rockies team that strikes out 23.6% of the time versus lefties, which is very enticing. In the last 30 days, Duffy's up to 20th on the barrel thip. Getting barreled 3.9 percent of the time, striking out almost 25 percent in that period, walking less than four percent of the batters he faces. Very, very good stuff there. Swinging strike rate's up to 11.5 percent with Duffy. He's looking a lot better since his return from the DL. A lot, lot better in a, in a in a good ballpark in Kansas City. Uh, the Rockies are the seventh lowest total at 4.39. Lefties 208, righties 330. The Rockies obviously have some good righties. You got Arenado, Mark Reynolds, Lemay. He's not bad. Um, after that, nothing's really Trevor's Story. It's a lot of lefties other than that. I might be missing one or two, but it's a lot of lefties. So it's pick your poison. Charlie Blackman's not your average lefty, but Carlos Gonzalez, does that really scare you? Does it really? Because it doesn't scare me a lot. It's, it, it's really interesting. Like, par has been okay. But lefty, lefty. You see Duffy versus lefties. It's an intriguing play. It's a good GPP play because a lot of people will steer clear of Colorado, even outside of Coors. You're going to get Duffy at $7,600 with some strikeout upside in a good pitching ballpark. And then Lance Lynn, this is, I guess he's just because he hasn't put up the big, big numbers, but he's averaging 16 points a game. He's just been as consistent as they come. Um, He's getting you 16.2 points a game at home. Uh, Where was I looking there? Last 10 games averaging 17 points. He's like a 15-plus point guy consistently. Um, and he's at home against a San Diego Padres team. That's just, yeah, the San Diego Padres. Um, they do it every once in a while, but they also strike out over 25% of the time. Lens strike down little over 20%. Ground balls a over 44%. The Padres have a team total of 3.67, lowest on the slate, tied with the Toronto Blue Jays. Lefties hit 346, righties 247. That's the only scary part, but it's not too scary. Like, you have Salarte, Spangenberg who are playing well, uh, Asuahe at second base, and there might be another bat in there, but those are your main lefties to worry about. And trust me, they're cheap. I was building some lineups last night. If you need some punts, use them. Take the chance that, that lead gives up some stuff to lefties. It's, it's like when Strasburg faced him and he struggles versus lefties. I said, look at Salarte and Spangenberg. I think Solarte took them deep in the first inning. You're just praying for that home run. But to put together rallies, they just haven't had it. You know, Perella and Margot are playing well. Lynn's been doing really well versus righties. He's $7,400. bucks. you are not going to pay the farm for him. If he gets beat up, it's not going to kill you. But he has very good upside against a Padres team that's just not that good. So on this middle tier, you got Jimenez, Lynn, and Duffy. And then down below, your punts. I really don't want to go below Lynn if I don't have to. But if you are, a name everyone's going to talk about, and I get it. Lucas Giolito, 6,100 at home against Minnesota. Remember the winds blowing out like crazy in this ballpark. Uh, he hasn't pitched in the pros this year. He's a part of the Adam Eaton deal. He struggled very, very early this season, but he's been outstanding of late. In his last five starts, uh, a 174 ERA and a 1.16 WHIP. Been paying attention to him on around the bases with Bubba and Mo. He has been really, really good of late. Maybe he's found what he's looking for. So he makes for an intriguing matchup against uh, a Minnesota team that. Uh, Strikeout almost 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Then you can look at Chris Rowley at 5,400. If you just want to go dirt, dirt cheap against Tampa Bay. His last time out against Tampa, 7.9 points, 5 innings, 4 hits, 2 are in only 3Ks. His only other start against Pittsburgh, a 16.4 points. Not a big K guy, 3 points, 3Ks three in each start. It is Tampa Bay, maybe get you 4 or 5 and get you double digits at 5,400. It's all you're looking for. It's a scary matchup in that ballpark with that team, but he shut him down for the most part. In Toronto, another good hitting ballpark. They strike out 25% of the time. He's got a really good swinging strike rate of uh, 14.6, but he walks a lot of guys. Small samples, obviously, with Raleigh and with Tampa Bay. Their team total, 483, right in the middle of the pack. Small samples, again, lefties 225, righties 372. Tampa is a lefty-heavy lineup. So I recommended him his last start. He was doing great, but didn't do good enough. But as a punt at 5,400, just get me double-digit points and we move on. So he's worth the dart. So my punts, I got Rally, then Gia So my pitching, if you're paying up, you got Nelson 1, Archer 2. If you're starting down below, Morton 1, Corbin 2, Samarja 3. All really close, all really good upside. In the middle, Ubaldo, if Caleb Joseph is catching. Lance Lynn, Danny Duffy, one, two, three. And then down below, rally and then Gia Lito. Let's get into the bats on this 14-game slate. There will be bats for days, as you can tell with the totals and the pitchers available. At the catcher's position, we're back with Gary Sanchez. If you pay, feel like paying for catching, $4,800 for Sanchez against Matt Boyd. Is very, very enticing. The Yankees, heavy team total of 535, second highest on the slate. Lefties 301, righties 356 off Boyd, and Sanchez is coming in hot. So keep an eye on him for GPPs. He's just Monte Grandal at 4K. Uh, Tyon gets hit very, very hard by lefties. Grandal could run into one. If he doesn't, he hasn't been putting multi hit games together, so buyer beware. Um, the Dodgers have a lower team total than most would think. But lefties do it three forty off a of tie on compared to 309 by righties, so he's there at four K. But I don't know if I could pay that price tag. Now, when you are looking at a fun one here, the Braves have a five two eight total facing Marco Gonzalez. Lefties at three eighty four, righties four sixty one. Tyler Flowers thirty eight hundred bucks, or like I mentioned yesterday, if Flowers isn't playing, I love me some Kurt Suzuki. You get him at only thirty three tonight. Suzuki went yard yesterday. I like both Atlanta catchers. I love Suzuki because you are saving five hundred bucks. But I like them both against Marco Gonzalez. Uh, if you're not paying for Sanchez, you're moving down to these Atlanta catchers as very, very nice options. Below Flowers at 37, another good catcher to target. Alex Avila at 3,700 bucks facing Homer Bailey in that band box known as Great American Small Park Cubs 529 total, fourth highest on the slate. Lefties 397, righties 409 versus Homer Bailey's. The Cubs should be chalkier than chalk, and you're gonna you can't. I don't think you can avoid all of it. You can try. You can try. And if they get shut down, kudos. Like, you can make a few, but you better have at least some Cubs somewhere in your lineups. But, again, if you're doing one or two and you want to avoid them, knock yourself out. But they are in a phenomenal spot and in a phenomenal ballpark against a gas can of a pitcher. Buster Posey will pass tonight. Like, Jonathan Lucre, there's one of your right-handed bats for Colorado. He's 36. I'd probably stay away, but he's there. Uh, for 36, Yachty Molina versus Clayton Richard. I do like Molina. He's been having a really good year, averaging seven points a game. 15, 7, 8, and 7 is last four. They seem the lefty, Clayton Richard. Uh, lefty's 317, righty's 363. Yachty can be a very nice play, always overlooked. Wilson Ramos at 36 versus Raleigh. We mentioned the reverse splits by Raleigh. Wilson Ramos at 36 could be a sneaky catcher play. Catcher is expensive today. There's a few punts I liked last night, but most of them are expensive. Uh, you dip down. You got like Wellington-Castillo, but we want Caleb Joseph starting that game, so we don't even care about Wellington. Um, mentioned Kurt Suzuki at 33. like him a lot. He's my, probably close to my top guy if he cracks the lineup tonight. Really, really like what we're seeing there. Now we get closer to the 3K range. You got like Omar Navarrez 3K versus Kyle Gibson with that wind blowing out in Chicago. Could be a nice punt play. White Sox have a five one six total. Uh, lefties three seventy eight, righties three forty nine off Kyle Gibson. So Navarre's at three K could be nice. Love me some Caleb Joseph at three K. Another great hitting environment. He's actually been hitting really really well. Uh, facing Blackburn a four nine five total. Lefties three eighty nine, righties three twenty four in that matchup. Um, as you go down some more, you got the likes of. Yeah, Joseph would be a very intriguing play. But if you go below, if for some reason Renee Rivera gets to start instead of uh, Alex Avila, Renee at 3K against Bailey is very, very nice. Um, you're looking at guys like Matt Weiders, 29 versus Moore, and I'd probably go elsewhere. Stephen Vogt could be interesting if he cracks the lineup, but still, I'd go elsewhere. They have upside, but not what I'm looking for down here. If you're going to go down a little farther, if Hector Sanchez plays for San Diego, he's got the power upside, lefty versus Lynn at 27. Tucker Barnhart is one I like a lot down here. He's one of my favorite below-3K guys at 2,700. Barnhart's averaging uh, six points his last 10 games. He's been very, very consistent. He's a switch hitter, um, 7-11 his last two games, facing John Lackey in that ballpark. Everybody will go to Chicago and rightfully slow. Great matchup. Lackey's been a little better of late, but still, the the Reds have been hitting very well. Don't sleep on the Reds, especially their lefties. As Lackey's getting hit three thirty nine by lefties, two eighty one by righties. They have a 332 Woba and a 184 ISO, both very, very, very good. And that's against right-handed pitching, 4 one team total. Don't sleep on the Reds, uh, I'll say that much. Like a Joey Votto, it's just tough as Votto and Rizzo. You're going to want Rizzo, of course, but Votto is not garbage, of course. So Barnard at 27. You got, um, there's one other one I like down here a lot. Well, not a lot, a lot, but if you need something for a punt, you're looking at guys like... Um, a 2300, Juan Centeno, the lieutenant bat, versus Tanner Rourke. Um, when it comes to Houston, 493 total, lefties 311, righties 279. But Rourke really he has the tendency to get beat up at times. And then you're also looking with Tommy Malone on the mound, if you want to just punt fives oh, day to day, crap. See so who Arizona's catching. If, if Jeff Mathis could crack the lineup at 2K versus Tommy Malone, I am all over that. There is your punt play. But he needs to crack the lineup. So you got some good options. A lot up top and then some down below. Barnhart, Centennial, Mathis, below the 3K range um, that I like quite a bit. Let's go over to first base. Freddie Freeman versus the lefty Gonzalez. Don't don't worry about lefty-lefty. It's a good spot to pitch in, good hitting environment tonight. I'll probably go elsewhere, but it's a great spot. Like Paul Goldschmidt at 53 um, with the wind blowing out and hot against Tommy Malone. I'm all over that one. I like that a ton. Uh, Anthony Rizzo is my favorite play of the day. I told you it's chalky, but 5,200 versus Homer Bailey, I just salivate over. That is outstanding. Uh, Joey Votto at 5K versus Lackey is very, very nice as well. When I mentioned the White Sox, yeah, lefty's 378, righty's 349. You get a red-hot Jose Abreu who's going to go overlooked tonight. He's 4800 bucks. that wind blowing out in Chicago. That game is going to go Overlooked. White Sox-Indians. Could it be a pitcher's duel between Giolito and Gibson? Yeah, random things happen. We just saw an eclipse yesterday. Things happen. Um, But one of those two teams should have a big game. Abreu's averaging 14.6 points his last 10 games. He's hit six homers his last 10 games. Great environment. Against Gibson, who we know, he throws decent starts like one in five times. So he does do it. It wouldn't shock me. We've targeted him before. He's been a punt. Abreu's red hot. You need to take advantage of these hitting environments because on this big slate, that could be a good pivot play. Abreu uh, at forty-eight is one guy not to sleep on. I still love, I still love, you know, Votto and and Rizzo way more, but something to think about. After a Abreu. You know, you're looking at Gurriel at 46, not bad. Josh Bell at 45 can be sneaky nice. Brock Stewart making the spot start for the Dodgers. He's not been good at all. And the Miners, been okay. When it's just trips with the bigs, not much. Lefty's 306, righty's 333 in a small sample. I still like the upside of Bell, but it's, it's a steep tag. Like, I'd go down to Yonder Alonso at 44, absolutely love. He's heating up in a phenomenal hitter's ballpark. We know how right field works for lefties in Atlanta and Trust. Facing Sims, Alonzo has been swinging a great stick. 23 more points last night. I was all over him yesterday. Uh, he's averaging 8.6 his last 10. Really swinging a good bat. Really, really swinging a good bat. Great matchup. They met him second right in front of Cano and Cruz and company. Cruz didn't play yesterday. They have a 5-2-2 total, which is like 7th best. Lefty's 398, righty's 380 off of Luke Sims. Another game Atlanta and Seattle to not sleep on. There's some nice games to pay attention to. That'll get overlooked. And Yonder Alonso at forty-four, he's a good chunk down the list. He's in a great spot tonight. I like Yonder a lot. If you don't want to pay up for the big boys, um, a guy like Mark Reynolds, if you want to roll the dice with Duffy. not not bad. But I, I'm going to go to guys like Eric Hosmer at forty-three versus John Gray. Um, John Gray is so hit and miss right now. Royals of four-six-one total. Lefties three twenty-two. Righties three hundred eight. So Hosmer makes for a, a, a sneaky play. But like Chris Davis will be a little chalkier, but he's 4,200 against Clayton Blackburn. It's a phenomenal play. Great hitting environment tonight. We saw like, it was the last Friday or whatever when the hitting environment was very similar to this. And it was home run derby. Machado went deep three times. Much more to enjoy. Uh, Baltimore has the highest total on the slate of five, five five 262 versus lefties. 351 versus righties. So Chris Davis being the lefty, maybe Blackburn gets him. But Blackburn pitches to a ton of contact. So keep that in mind when you're looking at the lefty-righty splits. Maybe there's something to it, but a ton of contact. A 9.8% strikeout rate. He's got a good ground ball rate. That's so saved his butt. But he does not strike out anybody. Ball is in play a lot, and you don't want that in an environment like that. So Chris Davis still isn't played for me at 4,200. Lomo at 41 is not bad in that ballpark. I can see that. Um, Lucas Duda as well at 39. As we scale down, you can go for... He likes a Matt Olson first base outfield for the A's at 37 if you, if you want a fade DuBaldo. Uh, Louis Valbuena, the Angels have been kind of hitting it of late. They have a 4.93 total. Lefty's 3.32. Righty's 3.96 versus Tyson Ross. Valbuena's 3,700, first base, third base. We loved him when he was cheap, but nine more points last night and a pinch hit roll. Or no, he three walks and a hit. Uh, he's averaging 8.5 of his last 10. He's playing really, really well. Nine points last, uh, his last game, 32 2 19. He did not, he's, he's beginning it done. Did not play yesterday. Actually, had the day off. Uh, Avila at 37, I already mentioned him. Uh, as you slide down the list, you got the likes of uh, Trey Mancini at 36. We mentioned how Blackburn's much better versus lefties and righties. Well, there you go. Trey Mancini is a steal with his power upside at $3,600 bucks 1st base outfield. If you're fading, Corbin, um, the Mets team total is not available. Lefties 310, Righty's 359. They do hit him. Wilmer Flores, 3,600 bucks. First base, third base eligible. Does hit lefties pretty darn well. CJ Cron at 3,400. We mentioned Tyson Ross, his splits of lefties 332, righty's 396. with showing a lot of power, getting on scoring runs. Eight more points last night, averaging 10.3 his last 10. Four homers in his last 10 games. Overlooked early and often. He's 3,400 bucks. It is a value play to help you if you want to pay up for some pitching. So, Cronin at 34, very much home run ability tonight against Tyson Ross, who's been just bad. Very, very bad. So, and it also can be, if you want to leave some money on the table, mix and match, get weird. Get really weird. Other than that, we'll see what liners come out. Like, Dominic Smith is playing so bad. It's hard to even recommend him as a punt these days. His talent's so good. Just not doing it. Second base, you got Altuve at 53. Yes. Um... Robinson Cano at 49 versus Sims is outstanding. That is great. He's finally priced up. How many times have I said he's too cheap? He's legit tonight. That's a good price for him. 4900 is a great matchup in Atlanta. Love him tonight. you got a quieting Jose Ramirez. He's still producing on the air, but just not on fire like he's been. His only average is 5.5 of 5.5 in his last 10. He's got a good matchup versus Pfister at 48, but I don't know if I'm going to go there. Like Jonathan Scope, he went deep last night. I told you I can't quit him. 18 more points last night. Averaging 8.8 still is last 10. 4,700 versus Blackburn. I like that a ton. Baltimore is live tonight, very live. Cubs and Baltimore might be two towards the top for me. Uh, you got Dozier at 46. He went deep again yesterday. G. Leto, um, not the biggest strikeout guy. He pitched better this year in AAA. I had like a 9.7K per nine, but his one stint in the bigs was below five, so pay attention to that. Rugier door at forty six is okay as well. I love me some Ian Happ tonight. Second base outfield eligible forty five hundred versus Bailey. He gets overlooked a lot because his price tag is so high compared to some of the other cheaper Cubs, and he's like in between the really cheap Cubs and then like your Bryant's and Rizzo's, so he gets overlooked a lot. So Happ at forty five is a solid look. Brandon Phillips versus the lefty Gonzalez at forty five. He disappointed me yesterday. He was still averaging ten point five his last ten. I like me some Phillips in this matchup. Jason Kipnis is hot at 44. Second base is top-heavy tonight. Uh, he's averaging 7.6 in his last 10. Again, a good matchup versus Doug Pfister. Uh, Paul DeYoung, phenomenal play at 4,200. Second base shortstop eligible facing the lefty Clayton Richard. Uh, if you're not paying up, this is one of the top guys on the second base and shortstop slate for me. Paul DeYoung continues to crush the baseball at 4,200 bucks. Great spot there. Javi Baez, 41, versus Bailey. It's frustrating, but... In that hitting environment, he's going to play. it could play a lot like Coors Field with the hitter and the pitcher situation there, so keep that in mind. Ben Zobrist, hopefully he's leading off at 4K versus Bailey. Second-base outfield, that's a great play. Possibly an even sneakier, better one is another left-handed bat for Cincinnati. He's second-base outfield eligible. I mentioned him a few days back. I so see he's a great play. He went deep. He's facing John Lackey. 3900 bucks. Scooter Jeanette is definitely in play tonight. I like him a lot. Hopefully it's overlooked. Good spot for him. A um, couple other guys I'll be looking at in this matchup. I'm skipping some guys. I don't name you. everybody under the sun. But like Brandon Drury, he hits left-handed pitching very, very well for the D-backs. He's 3,600 versus Tommy Malone. There's a value play for you there. He'll be overlooked. Yohan Mankata, 35, is another value play versus Gibson. He could be in play. A guy like Adam Fraser of Pittsburgh, his left-handed batty, second-base outfield eligible Thirty five hundred bucks versus Brock Stewart could be another value look for you there. Ozzie Albie's whiskey was higher up in the order, but he even got, a, he got a, a RBI triple last night, got you nineteen more points, averaging seven his last ten. His bat has really woken up. Maybe they'll move the lineup around. I don't know, but thirty four hundred versus uh, Sims is a very or against Gonzalez. He's a switch hitter against Gonzalez is a good spot at thirty four hundred. I mentioned some of those lefty Padres that are cheap. You got Solarte at 3,200 versus Len. I can definitely get behind that as a value play. Uh, Yomer Sanchez at 3K versus Gibson is not bad. It's not great. He hasn't been living up to the hype, but not bad. Like a switching in Azubo Cabrera at 29. And then Carlos Azuyahe, the other lefty Padre, at 2,800. So I like both of those options there. We'll check lineups for the rest of the way. Let's head over to the third base position. You got the likes of Manny Machado at 55 is a great play versus Clayton Blackford. Great play. Uh, Chris Bryant at 5K, not bad at all. The Arenado at 49 is not bad. Uh, Beltre at 49 is pretty solid. He went deep yesterday like we were hoping for. Mentioned Ramirez, Justin Turner, Anthony Rendon. These are all good players, not guys I'm circling. I'm looking at Machado, some Bryant, maybe some uh, Arenado right here. I'm going down to likes like Bregman at 46, especially if he's at the top of the order like he's been lately. That's sneaky nice. You got guys like Josh Donaldson. If you're not using Archer, Donaldson is a really good one-off. He's had five homers his last ten games, averaging 12.5 his last ten. Uh, in that series versus um, Tampa, he had 32, eight, 23, and 21. One of those was a home run off of Chris Archer. So Donaldson is not a guy to avoid just because Archer's on the mound very good play at 44 should be low on cuz i think a lot of people will avoid him or will be using archer. So Donaldson is a very good play tonight. I'm not saying he's a I'm not saying he's a top play, but he's definitely a play worth keeping an eye on. Like Travis Shaw could be sneaky at 44. I just hate that ballpark. I hate targeting bats if I don't have to, especially at night there. It's something to think about though. Rafael Devers at 42 sneaky versus Carrasco. These aren't elite plays, good GPP plays. Though. Like Mike Moustakas I do like a 4100 versus Gray. That's got some upside, 11 more points last night, averaging 11.1 this last 10. He's been swinging it really well all year, so I like him as a lower-priced option. I like David Freese at 39 versus Stewart. We already saw the reverse splits for Brock. Um, he's not bad. Same with Evan Longoria at 39 and Kyle Seager at 38. Those are three guys right below 4K. All have some decent upside in their matchup. Um, if you want to roll with some Todd Frazier, I've really been avoiding him this year, but it's a great spot. He's 3,600 against Boyd. Phenomenal spot. He's just been so inconsistently bad, but it is a good spot. Corey Spangenberg's been swinging a hot stick. Another left-handed bat for the Padres. He's averaging 12.4 his last 10. 3,500 against Lance Lynn. That's another kind of value GPP approach play with Spangenberg. Other than that, you're going to have to check lineups because it's pretty bleak. Matt Chapman, 3,200 versus bottles okay, but I'm not going to go there tonight. Um, he could go deep any day. That's what he does, but not tonight for me. Other than that, we'll check lineups. There will be some stuff. I'll be like Ryder Jones, first base, third base, twenty four hundred. He's up four hundred dollars, folks. People are starting to see him. Shortstop Elvis Andrews continues to crush forty nine hundred. Love me some Timmy Beckham at forty seven. If you can't tell, Baltimore is priced up. You got Seeger at forty seven. He's definitely in play. Didi Gregorius forty six. Loves him some lefties. Lindor forty six. Segura forty six. All. Really nice plays up top. Those are Captain Obvious plays. Marvin Gonzalez at 44 is not bad. But then again, Paul DeYoung at 4,200 bucks is outstanding. I love, love that play. I mentioned Baez. Cozart and Simeon are both day-to-day. Keep an eye on them. But I'm not Cozart, I don't mind. Simeon, probably not tonight. Um, As you swoop down the list, you got the likes of Andrelton Simmons at 37 versus Tyson Ross. That could be sneaky nice because Ross is really bad, really, really bad. Tim Anderson in that ballpark at 3,400. I like that quite a bit as a lower-priced option. Um, But as you go down, it's pretty darn bleak at shortstop from what I remember from last night. Jordy Mercer at 29 is a good punt. As Drew Cabrera at 29 are decent. I like Jordy's power. In that matchup. Other than that. Hmm. Yeah. let to check out why. Line- oh, there it is. That's the play. My punt I was using like crazy last night. He better crack the lineup. Because Arizona's Adam Rosales is a lefty machine. That's what he does. That's what he, they got him for. was the face lefties. Tommy Malone is one of the worst lefties in baseball. Adam Rosales is $2,300. There have been many worse punts we've looked at in our lifetime I'll take a zero from Rosales, but roll the dice because he opens up so much for you. If Rosales and Mathis play, they should both be hitting next to each other in the order, hopefully, down at the bottom, and combine their $4,300. It open the floodgates for you. I don't think you need to do both, but make for some nice options. Let's head to the outfield where there are so many options, as always. Mike Trout's in play. Another double-digit night last night. Stole a base. All those haters saying he doesn't steal anymore. Stole a base. Uh, you got Nelly Cruz at the day off yesterday. See, with no DH, it's interesting for the Mariners. Blackman at fifty three, Judge against Boyd at fifty two. That ball they might send one into a into a Wisconsin or Minnesota, whatever direction the ballpark's put po- to. Norma Zara at fifty one's not bad. You got some uh, the Grandy man, Canning as Tyon Grandy, homer off Verlander on Sunday, grand slam on Monday. He's liking the blue. The blue uh, Starling Marte at forty nine. Nah, it's it's not bad, but I'd go I go carrying man. As you go down, you got the likes of uh, Springer at 49 is not bad at all. Jay Bruce, 4,800 versus Fister. I like that quite a bit. One of my favorite plays up here I was looking at last night, J.D. Martinez against Malone at 4,800 bucks. Tremendous play there. Love that one. Uh, you can slide down some more. Like Justin Upton's just been on fire. He's 4,600. Definitely can see that one being in play. Sensu Chu at 46 is okay, which is a little cheaper, but not bad. I love me some Eddie Rosario at 4,500 with Giolito. Good upside in that matchup. Mitch and Ian up at 45. Uh, Adam Jones at 44. He double donged last night. He is heated back up after that slump he was in. 36 points last night, averaging 12 points his last 10. Uh, yes, he's in play again. Uh, K with the Chris Davis, 4,400. Not bad. Love me some Tommy Pham. He, he likes his lefties he's 4400 there's some interesting cardinals even like a fam de young one two or i'm also looking at a guy later i'll mention as a cheaper play is interesting but adam duvall at 44 is definitely a play on that matchup josh reddick at 44 is not shabby I mentioned mara gonzalez joanna Suspedis, if you aren't using corbin i love suspedes at 43 he mashes left-handed pitching love him Um, Aaron Hicks hits lefties really really well he's 42 he'll be overlooked keep in mind on that a guy that's price tag has skyrocketed and rightfully so 19 points his last game 14.3 his last 10 four homers in his last 10 with three stolen bases he's batting 378 in those 10 games he's 4200 bucks they're batting him in the middle of the order on Sunday I'm talking Byron Buxton against Lucas Giolito We know Bucks can strike out four times in a game, but he's actually putting them all in play quite a bit. He's showing it with power again. He's stealing bases. Love me some Bucks at 42. I had him at 33 the other day. It was glorious. 42 skyrocketed, but he's earned it. Avis Garcia at 41 is very nice. Uh, Matt Joyce at 41. Another really good play in this price range. A really, really good play. Kyle Schwarber, 4,100 versus Bailey. We know Schwarber's hit or miss. He's averaging 7.3 his last 10, so he's at least putting up a little consistency finally. And that power against a guy like Bailey in that ballpark, Schwarber could be going Schwarber-Dong tonight. A.J. Pollock, another really good spot, 4,100 versus Malone. So, Schwarber-Pollock right there, 1-2. I like that a lot at that price range. Um, ben and always in play, which is a tough matchup versus Carrasco, but they licked Carrasco up his last time out. So, don't sleep on Boston. He's 4K. Kepler's day-to-day, he's been swinging a very, very hot bat as well. 4K against Leto. Lefties have hit Leto very well in the past. So keep Kepler in mind if he's in the lineup. Ben Zobers to 4K is outstanding. So is Billy Hamilton. He can get on and run on Lackey, run on him for days. So another 4K bat we like a lot. This is why you don't have to pay up the top. There's a lot of guys in this lower 4K, 3K range that aren't bad at all. But then again, like J.D. Martinez, Mike Trout, all great plays. So I'm not telling you don't do it, but there's options. As we look, Nicky Delmonico, 3,900 versus Kyle Gibson. I like that a lot. Bad cleanup in that ballpark, in that lineup. First, Kyle Gibson, Delmonico at 39. Very nice. Scooter Jeanette at 39, we like. Bradley Zimmer slowly getting it going. He's up to 38. He's not bad. Not a bad look. Um, Lurie Garcia at 37, especially if he's leading off versus Gibson. I like that Uh, in that matchup. You got Seth Smith at 37. Not horrible at all. C. Dick's been quiet, but he's 37. You get a discount. Jason Hayward, a lot of 37s here. Jason Hayward, another lefty bat versus Bailey at $3,700. Matt Kemp versus the lefty Gonzalez at 37 A lot in that 37 range that you could build around. You could easily have three outfielders right there, easily. Or some there, some from the 41s. There's lots of stuff down here. The outfield's always loaded. Trey Mancini, 36. Here's my other Cardinal I liked a lot. From the right side, averaging 8.5 his last 10. He's been really hot since he came back up from the minors. Randall Gritchick, thirty-six hundred bucks versus Clayton Richard, another good left, uh, good right-handed bat in that Cardinals lineup. As we scroll down some more, you got uh, the likes of you know Beltran thirty-six, not bad. Derek Fisher thirty-six, not bad. Denard Spanner at thirty-six, these are interesting plays. Melky Cabrera at thirty-five, I like quite a bit. Mrs. Spangenberg at thirty-five, Adam Frazier at thirty-five. Not bad plays there. Cole Calhoun at thirty five, I love. I've been riding them a lot, especially since right-handed pitching. So Calhoun is in play for me at thirty five hundred. Uh, Jarrett Parker at thirty five is not bad for the Giants. When we scroll more, it starts slowing down a little bit. Ben Gamble at thirty four is not a bad left-handed bat versus Sims. Brandon Moss thirty one hundred is one of the lower price guys. Are like power upside bat, lefty bat versus John Gray. Give him a look if you need to go real low. But my real low guy, I like a ton tonight. He had a big game last night, and I was all over him. I like him again tonight. Leonis Martin of the Mariners facing Sims. He had 16 more points last night. Martin's hit playing really, really well. Another stolen base last night. He's showing some power, speed, combo. Like him at 3K. Very nice punt option there. Other than that, it's not the greatest... Uh, Boog Powell, left-handed batty went deep yesterday. He's 2,800 versus Ubaldo for the A's. Not a horrible look. Jose Perella, 27, He's a righty versus Lynn, which we're not looking to do, but it's still not bad. Juan Lagares, 2,700 bucks. Likely leading off versus Corbin. These are the punts you're looking at. There's not a ton. If something else comes out, I will let you all know later. So there's your 14-game slate. Pitching recap. Nelson Archer up top. Morton, Corbin and Lance Lynn down below or right, Morton Corbin and Samarja sorry down below Ubaldo Lynn Duffy and then very very down below Rally and Gialito let's look at your BVP on the slate Oakland at Baltimore not a ton very small history but Adam Jones 1 for 3 with a homer and Machado 2 for 3 with a double Scope 2 for 3 with a double Beckham 2 for 3 very small sample Matt Olson small sample 1 for 2 with a homer off Ubaldo You got the likes of uh, Jose Ramirez, four for seven, with a double off Pfister. Bradley Zimmer, two for six with a homer. Jason Kipnis, 12 for 30 with two doubles off of Pfister. Something to keep in mind. Brock Holt, five for four, with a double and a homer off Carrasco. Mitch Moreland, five for 11 with a double and three homers off Carrasco. Interesting. Mitch, you two bags. Yeah, Victor Martinez, three for 10 with a double and a homer off of Tanaka, making his return from the DL. Zach that's so I told you I liked him if he cracks the lineup for Sensi against Lackey. Very good track record versus Lackey. 7 for 20, 2 doubles, 2 home runs. Yeah, Shebler 4 for 13 with a homer. Votto, 8 for 27 with a double and 2 homers. Praza's even 4 for 10. Scooter Jeanette, the guy we like, 10 for 27 with a double and a homer. Billy Hamilton, 11 for 31 with 3 doubles and 7 stolen bases. Eugenio Suarez, 9 for 31 with a double and a homer. Don't sleep on the Reds like I was telling you. Anthony Rizzo, 8 for 21, 2 doubles, 2 homers off Homer Bailey. John Jay, 9 for 30 with 3 doubles, a triple, and a homer. If he's leading off, that is sneaky nice. J.D. Martinez, 5 for 16 with a double and a homer off Malone. Goldie, 2 for 5 with a homer. Ionetta, if he cracks the lineup, he's expensive though, but he's 5 for 14 against Malone. I want me some Mathis just for 2K. 2K Mathis, please. Um, the Jays against Archer. Morales has been struggling like crazy within his lifetime. 16 for 28, six doubles, and three home runs versus Chris Archer. Archer throws a lot of sliders. Morales crushes them. The team as a whole sucks against them, but Morales gets them. Donaldson, six for 32. is only a buck 88 average, but two homers. Um, Bautista only had a buck 80 against him, but has taken a deep three times. Tommy Joseph, for, uh, not gonna, we don't get Marlins Phillies on our slate. Don't matter. Uh, White Sox versus Kyle Gibson Abreu's hitting 227 but he's 5 for 22 with two doubles and a homer Uh, what else do we got is there anything else might be a quiet rest of the way now Matt Carpenter 4 for 11 with a double and a homer off Clayton Richard Uh, you got Anderson Simmons 4 for 7 with a double off Tyson Ross Adrian Beltre 4 for 5 with a homer off the Rugio Dorf, 3 for 8 with a homer. Mazar's is taking him deep, so has Elvis Andrus. Buster Posey, 3 for 8 with a homer off Slippin' Jimmy. Ryan Braun, 11 for 23 with a double and 3 homers off Jeff Samarza. so keep that in mind. Neil Walker's taking him deep twice as well. So there is your BVP on your Tuesday slate. Lots to like. Love the Orioles, love the Cubs. Um, Yankees against Boyd does not suck by any means. But Twins, White Sox, that's a game to not sleep on. Both teams are in play Rosario, Buxton, Dozier, Kepler. I love in Minnesota. Escobar is always cheap uh, for a shortstop if you need him. Uh, But the White Sox bats, you know, you got Delmonico's cheap bat and cleanup. I love Abreu. You got Arcia. You got um, Anderson at short. Lurie Garcia. You got both Garcias, Aviso and Lurie. Good stuff there. See what their lineup spits out. Don't sleep on the Reds in that Cubs-Reds matchup. The Reds are very alive as well. And then Atlanta-Seattle matchup, both very good. The Atlanta Riders, you know, Kemp and Phillips. And, of course, uh, Albies isn't bad. Love their catchers. Hope it's Suzuki, but Flowers or Suzuki um, are both nice. And then when it comes to the Mariners, I love me some Yonder Alonzo. Yeah, Cano. Seager, sneaky Nice leonis martin's very very cheap and cruises in play a lot to like there tons to like on the slate angels are sneaky versus tyson ross the right-handed bats of the cardinals i mentioned are very very nice pick your poison and attack really good stuff on this slate you can play with your pitching you don't have to pay up if you don't want to but you can those options are there but tons and tons to like so check us out thesportsdgens.com at thesportsdgens Always pressing PGA DFS pod with myself, Jesse, DFS Golf Gods, and Bucks at BP Snow Eleven. Um, for the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs, the Northern Trust Open is up and ready to get you ready for your PGA DFS DraftKings lineups. Uh, we got a new bench with Bubba. Check out the old one with Matt Bodica. Very, very good stuff. We got a new one just dropped this morning. Talking IDP football with Mike Wollert of 4 for 4. Football.com, one of the really good fantasy football websites. He covers IDP through and through. It was a very good 30 minute interview talking all kinds of IDP strategy. So check that out. Uh, Around the Basis, with Bubba No, episode 25 with STL Cup with Joe. Get that. We got a new one recording tonight. Uh, interviewing Liz Rocher, uh, does fight, writes for the Espionation Phillies and had a good put article on the umpire strikes. So we're getting that in there tonight. So Good stuff there. We're going to have Jesse's preview coming out today. We'll have NASCAR this weekend. we got McGregor, Mayweather this weekend. Tons and tons going on. Check us out at thesportsdjens.com at thesportsdjens. Check me out on Twitter at trick I'll help you out with what you need for your lineups. Rate, review, subscribe to all the podcasts. Please help us out. but More importantly, good luck on your 14-game slate. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. This is Emily, DFS Quick Hits. August 22nd edition. Tuesday. I'm out. Thank you.